Hello, my dears. Welcome back to Main Character Energy with Josephine Moon. I know you guys are saying, oh my God, I don't even know who this is. Yes, it has been a good two or three weeks, but you know what? A lot has been going on in my life and I literally just did not have time to pick up my microphone and dish the hot goss. However, to be fair, there hasn't been that much going on over the past few weeks that I was just like, got to talk to them about this. So you know what? We're all on good standing. This week's episode might be extremely long and I might be talking super fast because I have like 10 stories to get through and I'm going to give you guys a punch, a gist of it all and give some hot takes if there are any, depending on the stories. And we're going to be where we are in the future, okay? Before we get into these stories, I have a major life update for you guys. If you're not following me on the social medias, then you don't know this. This is brand new information, but I am a mother, you guys. You know, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to jinx it. I didn't want to like be too brash. And I know what you're thinking. You talk about going out and getting drunk and raging every single week and how are you a mother? I got myself a little puppy. Her name is Ginger. She's a Cavapoo, a mixture of a Cavalier and a Mini Poodle, if you don't know, if you're not a dog mom like me. Um, I am living in the future, you guys. Like, absolutely no one would believe that I got a dog because I just don't give off those vibes. And you know what? I'm going to talk about this in just a moment. But it is quite shocking because I really don't give off that vibe that I'm like a big animal person. I used to be when I was younger, like I had my own dog business when I was younger actually. And me and my family, we used to have like a bunch of freaking cats for some idiotic reason. Um, but, and I also have had a rabbit in the past, but she sadly passed away. So you know what? I have had animals in my life, but I just don't give off big animal pet energy. And you know what? Let's just debunk that right now. You know those people who are just like, their personality is their dog, their cat, their whatever's going on in their life. That is their personality. Nothing else matters. And you're like, oh, well, I wouldn't expect this to happen. Like, I don't need to be licking every dog's butthole that passes me to like a dog. I don't have to talk about it every five seconds to be a dog person. And I just want to get that out of the way, okay? I like animals. I don't need to talk about it every five seconds. Like, I know what I like, and that is in my soul. You know what you like, and maybe you need to talk about it to everyone because you have no life, but that's you. That's on you. Um, there will be no other surprises that I know of coming from me. Like, I do not plan on having actual children, any t not anytime soon, ever. We know this already. My little Ginger, she's the love of my life. She came to me about three weeks ago. She is potty trained mostly she's crate trained she was crate trained like the first night we got her which i who's we the first night i got her and she's a stunning little beautiful stunning good girl i'm obsessed with her i could actually lick her butthole she's just so freaking cute um she's a star she's an absolute star you guys she gets stopped everywhere we go she's already getting brand deals left and right like she is gonna be how i retire by the end of the year hundred percent um but other than that i've just been a mother like i wake up at 5 a.m to take care of her we go to bed at the butt crack of dawn because baby's got to get her sleep i am an actual single working mother now and anything that anybody has to say to me that's my excuse i'm a single working mother i can't come i'm a single working mother i'm sorry it's 45 minutes late I'm a single working mother. I don't want to talk to you. That's just my excuse now. I'm going to be that annoying person because 
I have the right to. <laughs> Anywho, there was actually a lot of other things that I needed to update you guys on and talk to, but we have so many stories to get into and Ginger is sleeping, so I've got to get all of this out before she wakes up and wants to run around for the next seven hours. So next week's episode, if there is one next week, let's just be honest, there might be, we might be doing an episode every other week. I haven't decided yet until I get into a groove with Ginger, but the next episode, we're going to have a lot more updates to talk to you about the possible men that could be in my life, some pet peeves, some wild stories that have happened over the past few weeks. A lot needs to be discussed, but honey, let's get into some stories. Our first of many stories is Zendaya and Tom Holland finally confirm their dating with steamy car makeout, page six says. Um, so this is a little strange. Well, it's not really strange. It's kind of dull, some would say just because they've been linked to each other since like 2017, since the first Spider-Man movie came out. But on like press tours throughout the years, they've just like joked that they weren't together. They're just friends. But they have finally been seen like full on making out in a car and he was hanging out with her and her mom in somewhere in California. So I guess for the people who are like big stands for them, like this is a big moment, but this is also just kind of strange. She picks very interesting men that we have seen her with, like like Tom and Jacob Elordi from Euphoria, which was a strange but kind of cute pairing. They kind of made sense. But Tom is also like three inches shorter than Zendaya. So you know what? I, I've got a little respect for her, I must say. But it's also, you know what? Let me not, let me not shame, I guess. But it's kind of a boring story just because I don't really care about him. And I don't think this is like end all be all for both of them. I don't really understand why we're just seeing photos of them because I feel like they're so private. She's very, very private. We don't really see her much. And when we do, it's just like on the red carpet. So this seems slightly staged to me just because they have the movie coming out at the end of the year. But I don't think either of them need to stage like a makeout or a fake relationship to let to make the movie be more wow, wow, wow. So it's just a little weird, but happy for them, I guess. I won't really be keeping up with that storyline just because I don't think many people on this planet care. Um, speaking of not caring, next story, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani, wow, finally get married after being together for what feels like 75 years. Um, I believe they got married on 4th of July weekend in Shelton's, sorry, in Blake Shelton's Oklahoma ranch. It's a very like rock, let's rephrase. It was a very rock slash country themed wedding. Like it describes them too perfectly as a couple, but again, literally not interested. So freaking boring. Good for them just because I'm tired of hearing about them. And I also feel like they got engaged seven years ago. Like they've only been together like four ish years, maybe, but it feels like decades. I guess I'm happy for them. I just really don't give two Fs, but good for them. Um, let's just move on to the next story. Speaking of, okay, so this next story is about Chrissy Teigen and you know how I feel about her. I've spoken about her a few times on this podcast, but there was a whole facocked story of her and Michael Costello. So we all know what happened with Chrissy about a month or two ago. A lot of tweets had come out that she had said to Courtney Love, I think her name is, 
um, telling her to go kill herself and a bunch of like horrible things. And so she was quote unquote canceled. All of her deals fell through and she's just been silent for like a month or two. And then she came back and was like, I've really been taking the month to reflect on things and I really need to... I really need to look inwards and blah, 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 blah. And as that came out, and as that came out, I believe he won Project Runway. Michael Costello said, I really have been trying to deal with this for the past few years, but um, he shared some messages of Chrissy Teigen um, telling him to go kill himself because a few years ago there was a former employee that had faked a tweet from Michael saying that he said the N-word and it came out like a few weeks later that apparently he didn't say that it was obviously made up, but Chrissy didn't. Oh, sorry. Chrissy and Michael were friends. I think Michael had designed for Chrissy and she had sent him a bunch of other things saying to go kill himself. Like he's canceled. No one will ever work with him again. She apparently like blackballed him from a million different opportunities. Um, but it was a big thing cause he was a really big designer. He made, I don't know if it was the Met dress, but he made a really well-known dress for Beyonce. And so you would assume from there his career would have blossomed, but it just kind of like stood still. And so he equates that with Chrissy blackballing him and doing a bunch of things that did not help his career. So he said he's been struggling with his mental health for the past whatever amount of years it's been going on. And um, that was a gist of that. And then like a few days later... Leona Lewis had come out and said that Michael had made her feel uncomfortable or his camp had made her feel uncomfortable about her weight because she was supposed to do some show that he was supposed to create a dress for her for. And she ended up not walking in the dress because of like her size or something around that. Um, and she said she's felt a certain way about it since then. But that kind of got debunked because she had posted a photo on her Instagram saying how much she loves him and her in the dress that she supposedly didn't get from Michael's team. And a bunch of other things later, like months and weeks later, of Michael dressing Leona. So her coming out and saying that didn't really make much sense because she had a million things saying how much she loves him. So it was kind of irrelevant. And I mean, that is Leona Lewis. Like no one has said her name since 2000. Nothing. So that part was irrelevant. And then there was a few other people coming out saying this, this, and that, and then that got debunked. So it's just a whole fakakt thing, and it's so boring. But all this pretty much stems from Chrissy Teigen being a horrible person, and for some reason, her catchphrase whenever she's angry is to tell people to go kill themselves. Like, that is something that we actually need to look into. That's why I wanted to give you the whole gist of the whole drama. But I really just want to hark back, circle back to Chrissy, because this is what's come out over the past few months. Every single thing that's come up is, her telling people to go kill themselves, to jump off a bridge, to die, to do this. And she has supposedly been like the queen of cancel culture. Like anytime something happens, she is the first person to tweet about it. Like, can't believe they said this. Can't believe they did this. Blah, blah. She always has what she thinks is a witty, funny, hysterical remark about whatever is going on. And she shows no grace to anyone else in the world. However, whenever she gets canceled for telling people to go kill themselves over literally nothing and people that she doesn't even know, um, she wants grace. She wants forgiveness. She wants to disappear for a month and then come back and say, I'm a completely changed woman now. Like, are you? I think people can grow from these situations. However, Chrissy Teigen does not strike moi as one of those people. Like for the past 10-ish years that we've really like had her in our lives as a quote unquote funny person, she has just been like cruel 
to other people and her asking like, oh, I would like some forgiveness for whatever is idiotic. But it's also just like, what is going on in your life that your response to everything is to go kill themselves? That is what we really need to look in. If it was just like a witty remark of like, I'm never talking to you again, like delete my number, like F you, we'd be like, okay, whatever, that's her prerogative. But she's taking it to a whole other level that it's like, what malice and hate and darkness do you have in your soul that that's the first thing you go to when something goes wrong with someone you know? Like, that's a little psychotic to me, and it's a little strange. And it also kind of harks bad on John Legend. I feel like he's just like a sweet, humble little brown bear, but him choosing her as a partner and continuing to stay with her... It's just, it makes me think a little differently on him. Maybe he just has like a lot of grace and patience and understanding. And if he does, more power to him. But if not, it's a little strange to be with someone like Chrissy, who's just so cruel. Or maybe he sees it as comical. I feel like a lot of people saw it as comical over the past few years. Like, ha ha, so funny. But it's not. Mm, there's, a, there's a line we have to draw when it comes to these things. I've already spoken about the world being a little too PC, but I wouldn't really count that as PC. I would just count that as like, we really need to be aware of what we're saying. Like, is this just a comment on life? Or is this like an actual personal attack on someone's life? There is a very thin line, but we need to learn to find it because... I feel like a lot of celeb. I don't, you know what? We're not going to get into that. That's too, that's too long of a rant. But that's the whole gist of the story. We haven't really heard much since um, the debunked of it all. Because um, since then, Chrissy Teigen's camp came out and said that the, the DMs and tweets that Michael had shown were made up. They were altered in some way. And it's kind of strange. Like, why would you want to enter yourself into this situation? But since then, we haven't really heard much. But I feel like in general, most people have taken Michael's side. Um, but I feel like people are just kind of moving through and breezing through the whole Chrissy situation as they do with most things. So let's get on to the next story. Disgustingly, Bill Cosby was re released from prison Wednesday after Pennsylvania's highest court overturned his sexual assault convention conviction saying the disgraced actors due process rights were violated the panel of pennsylvania pennsylvania state supreme court judge said in their opinion that a former montgomery county district attorney's decision to not prosecute cosby in 2000 in 2005 in return for his deposition in a civil case was ultimately used against him at his trial um so all that to say he's been released from prison and it is disgusting the court system literally makes no sense to me. Like, it's wild the things that'll get thrown out and the things that will take 55 years. Like, I'm not going to go into that. That's a whole other story, situation, life conversation, maybe. But um, it's very sad and it's very disgusting that Bill Cosby, even though he literally said what he did, like, disgusting. He was still let go. That's just the world we live in, you know? That's just the world we live in. Um, so he was released and he supposedly is wanting to go on tour. He's wanting to go to comedy clubs. Like this man is so bold for a 97-year-old predator. But there we are. You know what? You know what the crazy thing is? Not that he's going to go on tour because like he's the boldest human being out there. 
is the people that are actually going to buy tickets to see this. Like, I'm sure there's a small amount of people, well, maybe not, there's a good amount of people in the world who, for some reason, even though he said he did it, doesn't believe that he did it. Like his co-star, Felicia Rashad, the mom on The Cosby Show. Whenever he was released, she tweeted, finally, a terrible wrong being righted, a miscarriage of justice is corrected. Um, for those who don't know, she's, for so I didn't even know this, so it's so strange, but she is um, the dean at Howard University. Um, sorry, she's the dean of fine arts at Howard University. And after she had tweeted that, the school came out and said, we do not stand behind what she said. Like, we stand with the victims. And she had to correct herself and say, like, she commends um, the bravery of the woman who came forward against Bill Cosby and a bunch of other whatever to correct herself. But it wasn't a fine moment for her. And I get it, I guess. But I can't. I just can't. I can't get the reasoning behind that when he it's on record that he said he drugged and raped these women. Like, how can you literally stand behind someone and say a terrible wrong has been corrected? Like, get your life together. You're a freaking dean of a college. Have some respect for yourself. That's all I want to say on the matter, just because I'm truly disgusted. But we have a few other stories of people just being filthy. So let's get them out of the way so we can get to the meat of this week's stories, okay? Drake Bell of Drake and Josh was sentenced to two years probation on child endangerment charges relating to a girl who he met online and accused him of sexual contact after she attended his concert when she was 15. So from what we know, she was like a young girl and they were like sending sending each other like messages and then it would turn sexual. Um, I think he would ask her for nudes even though she knew, she's sorry. Even though he knew what age she was, she said she felt trapped because she had idolized him and she would have done anything for him. But she says he was a coward and a pedophile. And he's, he pleaded guilty saying, um, I know what I've done is wrong. So, <sighs> like, what is the deal with these people? Like, I know he's not as big of a star as he used to be, but like, can people not find people their age? Like, I really don't understand this whole fetish, especially in Hollywood. I think I've spoken about it on the show before, maybe it's just to friends, about how fetishy, like, Hollywood really is. Like, they're so obsessed with what's younger, what's whatever, and it's so freaking weird to me. Like, find someone your age. Like, one, you're going to be found out no matter what, no matter how powerful you are, no matter how many connections you have, you are going to be found out. Like, just date someone your age. Like... It's not that hard. It's absolutely disgusting. And that leads me to my next story, which is another Disney Nickelodeon star has pretty much done the same thing. Kyle Massey of That's a Raven and Corey in the House was charged with one count of immoral communication with a minor in June. He stands accused of sending pornographic material to a 13-year-old girl. Let's also just note that Kyle Massey is 29 American years old. Um, again... I, it's just disgusting. Like, it really is filthy. And it's kind of, it's kind of looked at in a weird way in Hollywood. Like, well, they're over, I'm not talking about this in general, but like, they're over 18, so it's okay for them to date a 57-year-old. They're over 18, so they can date a 75-year-old man. Like, it's so disgusting and creepy. And it's like, one, does this adult not have friends around. And I'm talking about the people who do this openly. Like, he doesn't have anyone around that's going to tell him, like, yo, bro, like, 
it's a little weird. She's a little young. Like, she's too young for you, bro. It's just weird. Like, I have nothing else to say except this is disgusting and filthy. And, like, the world is full of disgusting people. And, ugh, I'm sorry. I really have nothing else to say. I just needed people to know, just in case they weren't aware of what's going on with, like, the people we used to idolize. and well, not idolize, but, like, look up to from, like, the shows we used to love when we were younger. They're all disgusting, filthy, drug addict whores. Like, that's what they are period. End of story. Nothing left to say. Okay, on to some lighter news. The Emmy nominations have come out today, and some are obviously what we expected, but some of them are like, who is being paid off to be nominated? Like, this is quite, as they say in French, like the hell? Okay, so let's get into some of them. Um, Obviously, Bridgerton was nominated for a few nominations um Rene Jane Paul I think is his name the guy who played the Duke was nominated the crown has been nominated for literally every single thing as they should because it is the most outstanding show on the planet every single person from the show was nominated um I'm not even gonna get into all their names because that's too many names to get into um the flight attendant was nominated this new show on hacks if you have oh my god this new show on hbo called hacks is so good and that was nominated as well if you haven't had a chance to watch it you should that's my like show of the month because i'm really not watching that much but that like hooked me and it's a really good dark comedy the queen's gambit was nominated for a limited series um mayor of east town was nominated a lot of things that were nominated for um whatever whatever awards that just happened a few months ago I can't remember for the life of me um but this is kind of the same things were nominated like Hamilton was nominated again Ted Lasso um and a few other things but like the joke of the season I think I said it when it happened earlier this year Emily in Paris has been nominated for outstanding comedy and that's the one where I'm like Who are they paying off? Who is sleeping with who? Like, what secrets are being held by that show? Because we all know that was, like, one of the worst shows on the planet. It was funny to watch because it was so bad. But, like, this is absolutely shameful. There's so many other shows that got snubbed, like, insecure per usual. That's the nominations. Um, I believe it's going to air September 19th. So I will be watching. I will be commenting. But I feel like, in general, most of the people that got nominated... Definitely deserved it, but there's a few on there that I'm like, yeah, bro, I don't think so. Okay, so like I was going to do a few more stories, but I decided we're going to end on this one just because I feel like it. And the other stories like aren't really that interesting. So so this is kind of a follow up to the Britney Spears episode that we did. Jamie Lynn Spears has spoken out saying she's proud of her sister for using her voice She went to Instagram story to kind of tell what she thinks has been going on, I guess. So I'm just going to kind of go through a few things that she said and then we'll go through it. So she says, if ending the conservatorship or whatever the hell else she wants to do to be happy, I support that. I'm so proud of her for requesting new counsel like I told her to do many years ago. I'm not my family. I'm my own person. I'm speaking for myself. The only reason I haven't spoken out before is because I felt like until my sister could speak for herself and say what she felt she needed to say publicly, it wasn't my place and it wasn't the right thing to do, she explained. But now that she's very clearly spoken, I feel like I can follow her lead and say what I feel I need to say. 
I've made a conscious choice in my life to only participate in her life as her sister. Maybe I didn't support her the way the public wanted me to with a hashtag or a pub or on a public platform. But I can assure you that I have supported my sister long before there was a hashtag and I'll support her long after. Um, she goes on to say that she doesn't gain anything from this conservatorship. She's been making her own money since she was like nine years old, she says. Um, and she goes on to say a few other things about her sister. Um, but it's just, it wasn't a great video because like she fake cries about Britney's children, like her nephews. And it's just like really awkward. Nowhere in there is she like condemning her father for what we know he's done to her. Nowhere in there is she saying like, now that Britney has spoken, I can finally come out and say like, I've always wanted her to do this, this, or that. She's just kind of like downplaying it a lot and not really choosing a side, I would say. It was just really, really weird. And a lot of people were saying online, and it was a really good point about Jamie Lynn, the sister, saying, I wasn't going to speak up until my sister could say something. And as we've all heard and seen from this, like, this is an abusive story. Like, if you see someone in an abusive situation, you're not going to wait for them to speak up. Like, you're going to try and help them and take things in your own hands if you could. And her saying that she, like, she gains nothing from this conservatorship doesn't really make much sense because she is one of the trustees of the estate and has been for whatever amount of time. So some of the things she's saying just didn't really add up. And it was just a really awkward and uncomfortable video of her trying to be like, don't come for me, guys, because everyone was coming for her. Like She turned off her comments on her Instagram. Like, it has not been good. So I get why she came out and was like, oh, you support me, sister. Like... At the end of the day, she's my sister. I just want her to be happy no matter what she does. Like, okay, but, like, she's not happy at the end of the day. And nowhere in this video did she say that she was, like, doing anything to help that situation. So she kind of made herself look worse with this video. And that whole brood, uh, that whole family is despicable. But second update. So a few months ago... Brittany or someone on Brittany's team had put in a request to have Jamie, is it Jamie Lynn or just Jamie? Jamie Spears, the dad, removed as the head of the conservatorship, and that got denied the day after Brittany had spoke, and we had all heard her. But that was from months ago. That wasn't regarding the court case that we all were thinking of. As of today, she's been granted the ability to find her own attorney and she wants them to look into her father and the consequences that are going to come with that. So hopefully with that step, we are going to hear and see a lot more because because that's what needs to happen, honestly. So um, hopefully we're going to have some more updates soon and there's <laughs> voice crack and they're looking into the situation and some consequences are going to be made. But until then, that is the show. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I don't know if there's going to be an episode next week. Honestly, I'm just going to be very, very frank with you. Life for me, not only being a mother, but just life in general has been very, very busy. And I love this podcast. It makes me so happy and I'm going to continue to do it. But it might not be weekly for like the next month or two. It might be every other week. So just prepare for that. I know you guys will give me a little bit of grace, but that is the update. I hope everyone had a, oh, I've like missed so many holidays, I feel, but it's only been one. I hope everyone had a fabulous 4th of July. I hope everyone's summer is going absolutely gorgeous and their hot girl summer is just beaming or hot boy summer, whatever you want to call it. 
but I've got to go because I've got a child to get to. So goodbye, my dears.